It's a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. First Samuel chapter number 17 verse number 45 to 51. The theme for 2018 camp meeting is enough is enough. When the Lord gave me this message, I was very excited because I am about to raise some champions in this house. You didn't hear me. I'm saying I'm about to raise some champions before the end of the year. If you are the one, if you are one of them, clap your hands and say, I am one. Clap your hands again and say, I'm one. First Samuel chapter 17, verse number 45. New King James. First Samuel chapter 17, verse number 45. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel whom you have defied. The God of the armies of Israel whom you have cheered. Today I will show you that you are not God's co-equal. Today the Lord will conquer you. And I will kill you. And cut off your head. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men. To the birds. And the wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. New King James. Verse 47. Then this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands. 48. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David that David hurried and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. 49. Then David put his hand in his back and took out a stone and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank into his forehead and he fell on his face to the, to the earth. 50. So David prevailed, David prevailed, David prevailed. Clap your hands and say, I will prevail. Say it again, let the devil hear you, I will. And David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him and killed him, and killed him. But there was no sword in, in the hand of David. 51. Therefore David ran and stood over the Philistine, took his sword, and drew it out of its sheath, and killed him, and cut off his head with it. And when the Philistine saw that their champion was dead, they fled. Enough is enough. For 40 days, this Goliath man has subjected Israel to insults of ridicule and threatening and and everything you can think about don't you have a champion bring a champion and israel will be running away 40 days until one man young man rose up called david and he said enough is enough this threatening must be over these insults must end this ridicule must stop and david arose with some secrets which i'm going to share with you and stop Goliath and killed him and cut off his head. Now this is not enough. There was a time in the life of the Israelites. They were under subjugation of, of, the, uh, of the Midianites. 
and they harassed them and harassed them until one woman rose up called Deborah and he said enough is enough and Deborah put a stop to their incursions and took away and broke their control over the Israelites. There was another time in the life of Gideon, the Israelites were slaves and they couldn't do anything for themselves until Gideon rose up and he said enough is enough. This nonsense must stop and Gideon stopped them. There was a time in the life of the Israelites. They were slaves in Egypt. They suffered many things until one man, Moses, rose up and he said enough is enough and brought slavery to an end. There was a time in the life of this, of the, of this world. Darkness had, had covered the face of the earth. The church was being indoctrinated so badly that corruption was in the church until one man called Matthew Luther rose up and said enough is enough. There was a time in the history of America that whites had become superior to blacks and blacks could had to get up on the buses to allow whites to sit down. Black people didn't have votes. Until one man, Matthew Luther King, got up and said, I have a dream that one day I will see a black man in the White House. You are that Gideon that is about to be anointed. You are that David that is about to be anointed. You are that Deborah that is about to be anointed. You are that man who is about to be anointed to say enough. It's enough. The nonsense going on in your family must stop. The nonsense going on around your community must stop. The stupidity going on in the church must come to an end. The foolishness that is going on wherever you are must stop. Clap your hands and say enough is enough. Shout it again and say enough is enough. By the time I finish with you and by the time I tell you the kind of anointing that will be coming upon you at come 2018 you know how to scream that enough is enough. Clap your hands come 2018. Clap your hands as they come 2018. Now, when the time comes for you to change the status quo, there are certain symptoms that you feel. There are certain things that happen to you. For example, when you, you are sick, it's not the doctor who comes to you and looks at your face and says, my son, you are sick. Never. You go to the doctor and say, doctor, I have some funny feelings. Things are not as normal as I expect. And true, by the time the doctor runs your blood test, the doctor will confirm as per the blood test that indeed the feelings that you are having is correct. You have malaria. You have this. You have that. There are symptoms. There are feelings. Now when God wants to use you to change a situation, when God wants to use you to make a statement, when God wants to use you to deliver, there are certain symptoms you feel. You, you feel some things. Number one, I call them three anointings. I call them three spirits. I, I call them three feelings. There's nothing wrong to have a feeling. Three. Number one, you feel the spirit of daring to step out. Daring to step out. You, you feel it. It's a symptom. Anytime you are having this feeling like you don't belong where you are. Something is wrong here. I don't feel like I belong here. I don't know who to tell who will understand me. But I'm getting this feeling. Charlie, that thing is from God. You are about to stop something. You are about to tell some devil enough is enough. Daring to step out. The second spirit, the second feeling, the 
the feeling of desire to change your lifestyle. The desire to change your lifestyle comes. You, 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 Pastor Callistos, I'm telling you, it comes to a time. You now, when you are walking with your wife and your child to school looking for taxi, something tells you that you are bigger than taxi. That something tells you that it's time to have your car. It's a feeling, a feeling to change your lifestyle. When sometimes you, you have this feeling, you are eating food and you are crying. Have you seen so many eating food and crying before? Except that your soul is rejecting the food. There is this feeling that tells you you don't have to eat this kind of food. You are better than that food. If you have been having this feeling, get ready. Something is about to change. If you are the one I am talking to, slap your hands and say, a change is coming. Oh, come on, clap your hands and say, a change is coming. Receive anointing for change. Clap your hands and shout, I receive it. The feeling of daring to step out. The feeling of desire for a new lifestyle. You know you should not be taking throttle. You can feel it. You can feel it. When, when the time came for me to have a car, what the feeling that I started having was that I started feeling ashamed if I was standing by the roadside. And I see young people of my age, the, the one that broke me, when, when I saw a classmate, as I was standing there, the classmate pulled. I said, oh, Ankara, where are you going? Charlie, I forgot where I was going. I forgot. I said, oh, if you put me down a circle, I, I can, that was a scripture in your headquarters. So he picked me a scripture in the headquarters and placed me somewhere at circle. And he says, I said, where are you going? I said, oh, I'm going to see somebody around. I wasn't seeing anybody. I wanted him to get out of sight, so I go and join the trotro queue. My classmate, feelings. There was a feeling that something had to change. Little did I know that that was Holy Ghost impartation. Little did I know that God's voice was speaking. Little did I know that God was moving my feet and placing me somewhere. Somebody, something is about to change in your life. Who is this person that I am talking to? Slap your hands and shout, I am the one. Come on, slap your hands again and shout, I am the one. I'm feeling something. I'm feeling the feelings. Yeah, here is the dead feeling. Here is the dead spirit. You begin to feel a certain spirit that wants you to do the uncommon. Doing the uncommon. Somebody say, Nyatepe. Doing the uncommon. Doing the uncommon. Doing the uncommon. Daring to step out. The desire to change your lifestyle. And the feeling to do the uncommon. I saw something in verse number 23, 24. See whether you also see the same thing. First Samuel chapter 23, verse 24. I, I saw something, but I don't know how many of you uh, can see the same thing. 23, 24. First Samuel 17. Then, as he talked, David had come to the camp to give bread to his brothers. Then, as he talked with them, there was the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, coming up from the armies of the Philistines. And he spoke according to the same words. So, David heard him. 
David heard him. I'm interested. David heard him. Verse 24. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him. And were dreadfully afraid. Two groups. Goliath was speaking the same words. David heard them. His brothers heard them. The, the Israelites heard them. David was standing and was asking questions. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? What can be done for the man who fights him? The others had run away. They were hearing the same man. Here are some words of wisdom. Write this one down. Write this one down. The same man speaking to two groups. One group was running away. Another one was standing. So the Lord gave me these words of wisdom. If you want to stand out, you must choose what you want to hear and what you do not want to hear. Because what you hear can make you or unmake you. Very long, simple, repetitive with certain small words, but I intentionally did it so. I go over. If you want to stand out, if you want to be different from everyone else, you must choose to hear what you want to hear and what you do not want to hear. Because what you hear will make you or unmake you. Let's come home. Let's come home. Let's come home. Enough. It's enough. Let's come home. You hear people say this. Hey, as for this place, oil company, if you don't know a big man, you cannot work there. You have to know people to be able to work there. From today, you must choose what you want to hear and what you must not hear. Because what you hear will make you or unmake you. Damn the consequences. Let everybody know a big man. You don't know to need any big man. You know the biggest of all men. God Almighty in heaven. Who is God's co-equal? Who is God's co-equal? Where is your altar? Where is your faith? Why do you choose to listen to people who say you must know a big man? So if you don't have a big man, it means you will not get promoted. Clap your hands and say, the devil is a liar. Clap your hands and say, devil, you are a liar. I know the biggest of all men. His name is Jehovah Elohim. Jehovah El Shaddai. Before God, there is none. He is the first and the last. The Alpha and the Omega. You know God. Therefore, you don't need to listen to those who say you need a big man. You don't need any big. At least about 70 to 80% of young girls have said when they get employment by connection through big men, the big men end up sleeping with them before they give them the offer. But when you go there on the terms of your qualification, on the terms of your confidence, on the terms of your self-knowledge and what you know, they can never sleep with you. Goliath came shouting at all of them. Others were running away. You have also heard this before. Maybe I don't know. You have heard this before. Hmm. I hear you are working. 
and then you are pursuing also your masters and then you are also a young married couple it's not easy it's not easy people tried it and it, it didn't work it didn't work you, you, you have to resign and if you are going to full time school go to full time school but to work and to do your masters and to raise your child and to raise your children and to support your children's homework it's not easy it is easy for them who know they are God and they are Christ Others have done it and they made it. You will make it. You will do it and make it. Clap your hands and shout, I will make it. If others made it, you can make it. When you hear this thing, that the person who is speaking to you, well, I don't belong to those who started and failed. I belong to those who start something and finish. So I choose to hear positive things. I'll go to school. I'll marry at the same time. And I'll work. And I'll still be a member of the choir. And I'll still go to church. I'll do everything and I'll finish everything. Come on, clap your hands and say, the devil is a liar. Clap your hands and say, enough is enough, devil. Clap your hands and say, enough is enough, devil. If you belong to this group, this third group, hey, what course are you doing? This course, nobody gets first class. I am told that in the last 12 years, nobody has made first class. You hear this thing and then you are shaking. You are so scared and you are afraid. You want to change your course. Nobody got first class. You will be the first to make first class in 12 years. Who is this person that I am talking to? Clap your hands and shout enough. It's enough. From today, you are not moved. But where others failed? Maybe you have heard this one before. I hear you are trying to apply for this position. Huh. This position, the, your qualification that you have, they won't take you. They won't take you at all. So don't attempt it. Clap your hands and say, the devil is a liar. Clap your hands and say, the devil is a liar. Clap your hands and say, the devil is a liar. When you applied for the position of a manager, what did they tell you? When I applied the first time, I wasn't chosen because I was told I didn't have the minimum experience qualification. I tried the second time. I was told I had done well in the interview. However, they want to observe me because I can't be given a double jump. Then, Convention of Saints, I came, you made declarations, and I tried the third time. And this time, I don't know how it happened. I don't know what transpired in the interview room. I didn't prepare like I prepared the first time. But this time, I was given a double jump. Something they say cannot happen in the institution where I was. And now you are the youngest manager in your institution. We don't want to mention the institution. It's a very big one. Youngest manager. Without God, all things are possible. Where they say you will not work, I profess that you will work. You didn't hear me, child of God. What they say you cannot achieve, you will achieve it. Are you hearing your father in the house? Clap your hands and say, enough is enough. Yehovah, see Come on, professor to somebody. Oh, you can sit down. You can sit down. Go to somebody and prophesy. See, I see. Enough is enough. 
through Christ oh no no you are too quiet for my lucky prophesy to somebody say you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you prophesy to somebody say the Lord is your strength hallelujah that you, you also hear sometimes this thing that uh, uh, this business don't, don't attempt it don't attempt it people have attempted this business and none of them succeeded when you hear this say to the person talking to you Others fail, but you cannot fail. Because that's not what God is telling you. That is not a witness of the feelings that you are having. You get these feelings that you must step out. You must do something uncommon. You must change some language. You must change your mind. You must change some attitude. That's somebody. What you are saying is, 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 is not commensurate with the witness in my spirit. Those who fail, fail. As for me, I will. David's brothers were surprised at David's attitude. They, they were just looking at David. Why are you all running away? Why? They said, David, can't you see the giant over there? He's been threatening us in the last 40 days. Eh? So, so there's nobody here who can fight him by the way what will be given to the man who fights him what reward around this time David was tired of shepherding in the bush he wanted a change of location something in him was telling him he didn't belong to the bush he must sit in the palace but how he's going to be in the palace he didn't know opportunity to step out you have this thing inside of you and may I let my sons and my daughters here know when you are about to step out into your palace the opportunity that comes is not two one 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 just one you don't get two opportunities. One. So, this young boy, David, hadn't been to war before. He's always been just keeping the sheep. And then when the lions came looking for the sheep, he would throw a sling at them and hit them. His target became so sharp that he was able to put lions to flight, put bears to flight to protect his sheep. Practice upon practice. Number two. Anytime the sheep were sleeping and the place was quiet, he would take his guitar, his harp, and he would start worshipping God. So the second thing that David knew how to do was to connect to God through worship. Worship. Prayer. Worship. That's all he knew. And the third thing he knew how to do was to write songs. You'll be writing songs. The Lord is my shepherd. 
I shall not want. Make up me to lie down in green pastures. Lead me beside the still waters for his name's sake. Yeah, lie down, do the valley's road. I'll feel no evil by the waters still my David will be singing that song my heart will trust in you my heart will trust now watch this watch this if you if you cut this aspect of my presentation I'll be done I will be done Catch this one. All he knew was to just throw slings. Worship, sling, worship, sling, worship. How do you connect an opportunity to face Goliath with worship and with sling? How do you connect it? The two scenarios don't match. But when your time comes, you, you can't suppress that feeling. That feeling that something must happen. A change must take place. You must step out. You must silence some devil who has been speaking into your family, harassing everybody. I say you are that David about to receive the oil. You are that Gideon. You are that Deborah. You are that Matuluta. You are Barack Obama. Come and see. Come and see his brothers. Come and see his brothers. Shut up, shut up. You are too low. Get out. Bring the bread and get out of this place. He moved from them and went to another group. He went to another group. Talking. Daring to step out. He said, I can face the man. Daring to step out. He said, I can fight this Goliath doing something uncommon. He said, what shall be given to the man who defeats this Goliath? Desire to change his status quo from the bush. I, I, I can look into your face this morning I can tell you there is nobody here who has never had this spiritual instigation a desire that you, you, you don't belong where you are he was here I noticed him he was doing mighty man mighty man mighty man mighty man mighty man following pastor papa going to preach one day pastor papa told him of course like father like son he said, don't you want to go back to school? It was Pastor Papa who bought his phone for him. It was Pastor Papa who paid his school fees. Yeah, my son, he paid his school fees. He was following Papa, following Pastor Papa, following Pastor Papa. Pastor Papa bought his phone, filled the phone for him, paid his school fees. Now it's the first year. It's, something is about to change about him. Now, 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 watch me. Watch me. San Felix. How David was able to sense that this Goliath challenge is all the opportunity I need to step out. Till today, I don't understand, but I'm only learning from him. See, you don't need to understand. Let's learn. Let's learn. Pastor Derek, how the guy got to know that in his lifetime 
to sit in that palace. This was all the opportunity. Oh, you know why I'm crying now? Because some of you, you have missed every opportunity God has given you. You are single now, not because men don't come. Men come, but you destroy the opportunity. You are so proud, you are so arrogant, you are disrespectful. Our Kumasi church, which is doing well today, the pastor that I posted there was sitting here. Sitting here. And I told him, I want to take you to Kumasi. Go and think about it and come and tell me. You know what he came to tell me? He said he was not ready. He has a daughter. If he left for Kumasi, he didn't know what to become of the daughter. Meanwhile, we were paying the daughter's school fees. The daughter whose school fees were paying. It turned out to be that he had found a girl he wanted to marry. And I think the girl told him not to go. Finally, they went and married. One year in the marriage, they fought and went to police station 25 times. Until the police people sent a message to the apostle general. Said, apostle general, one of your pastors here is disgracing your church. Every time they are, in, they are in police station here. So it was when the situation was getting bad that I prayed. And I said, God, separate the two of them. The girl packed the man of God's things one day and ran away. And then the man of God came back. I said, you've been wounded for so many years. Somebody is already sent to Kumasi. He's doing so well. I cannot record the person back. The opportunity was gone. Gone. He couldn't see. He suppressed that feelings. The three feelings. Daring to step out. Listen, listen. Until you obey that feeling, you have no rest. When you die, your soul will curse you. For not doing uncommon things. For, 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 for choosing to hear the voices of ordinary men. Who speak ordinary language. David had the same language from Goliath as everyone else. You all heard him. And others took to their heels and David stood. What's the difference? David chose not to listen to that fool. But listen to the witness of his spirit that God was with him. I, I, I'm crying. Our Connecticut church which is doing well now. The pastor I wanted to take to the the place has been sitting here. This place. I discussed with the elders of the church that I wanted to take that pastor. Not knowing he was planning rebellion in his heart. I traveled one day. When I came here, I rebelled against the elders of the church and sent his resignation. I put somebody else there. Look at what the person... See, see. Jacob the Patriarch, he says, gather all my sons that I will tell them the things that will happen. You, you can't joke and toy with the father's anointing and the father's direction. You can't. 
chant. No congregation will invite you to come and sing if you blew your first opportunity. Nobody. The only reason they will ask you to come back was that you perform. The word was accurate. The administration was good. You kept the people sitting for one hour, two hours. That's the only reason. That's the only reason. And so therefore, here's what I do. When I get my first opportunity, I don't eat your kegari before I go and preach. I lay down my stomach. I stay in my room. Ask Mama Rita, we arrived from America last night. I have been in my room the whole day. Preparing this sermon, waiting upon God, community, commuting with God to make sure that I will not come and stand before you and speak empty words. I didn't do it. I stayed in my room. Even though this is my church and you are all my sons and my daughters, I am aiming at somebody who is new here. Somebody who has a need, whose need must be met through the words that I speak. Somebody whose life must be turned around by the anointing upon my life. I came targeting that person tonight. You miss too many opportunities. You blow opportunities away too much. May the last one you blew away be the last one. The next one which is coming your way, may that check you into your glory and into your... I, I am told, the, the youngest who have come these days, when we, we, parents are talking to you, don't listen. When we are talking to you, don't go to this university, go to this university. You think you know better than us. When we tell you, the man you are bringing home, we don't think he's a correct man. And then you open your dirty my hand, daddy, but he's my first lover, he's my first lover. He will be your third lover, not first. If you had blown your first opportunity, you will not be sitting here today. One of my sons who is going to marry a very pretty girl. He said when he came to the church, he was just walking around. He saw that everybody was busy. The church was very huge. And then he saw some young people. Apparently, they are from teen service. They are trying to gather themselves to pray in one corner. And he saw that there was no leader there. So he went and joined them and he made himself leader. And he started introducing prayer topic and was praying with them. Then he asked them, when are you meeting again? They said, oh, we are meeting next week. Then he went there again and prayed with them. Later on, the teens people discovered that he's a dancer. He knows how to dance and he teaches people how to dance. So he said to them, I want to form a, a dancing group. We shall call it Worship in Motion. And then he got the people. One opportunity. Not knowing through Worship in Motion... He was going to meet the wife of his life. The wife of his life. Now he comes introducing the wife of his life to me. And then he comes as ah, is that not Miss Ahinfie 20? I said, is that not Miss Ahinfie 2017? They say, yes. 
I said, and so what is it? He said, we have decided to marry. I said, Jesus, opportunity not talk. Opportunity don't talk. Afa, that guy is going to marry me, sir. Yufi. Watch this one. Watch this one. In May, there is going to be a royal wedding. Prince William's brother, Harry, has finally, at the age of 33, met the wife of his life. Number one, this woman he's going to marry is not a pure white. He's a mixed race. The mother is black woman, the father is white. Two, she is not British. She's an American. Three, she is a divorcee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She married before and divorced. She stayed in the marriage for three years. And then the feeling started telling him that it's a princess you must marry. It's a prince you must marry. A prince, a prince, a prince, a prince, a prince. A... He is also not born Anglican. Because of the marriage with the prince, he's going to be baptized at the age of 36 to become Anglican and confirmed. These are the qualifications to marry from the royal family. Watch this. Furthermore, watch this. At the age of 15, she travels to America with a friend to come on holidays in the UK. Then he told his friend, I want to take a photograph of the Buckingham Palace where the queen is. So she goes there to sit on the rail together with a friend and she, with the dark glasses and the post at the age of 15. And then she told the friend that I feel one day I will walk through the gates into that palace. If you are clapping, clap because a door is about to open for you. If you are clapping, clap because an opportunity is coming your way. If you are clapping, clap because you are about to stop poverty in your house. You are about to stop demons in your house. You are about to stop nonsense in your house. Clap your hands and shout, enough! It's enough! Every Goliath must be silenced. And all the Egyptians must be quiet. Because a Gideon is arising. A David is arising. A Deborah is arising. From England, they went to Switzerland. Switzerland, she walked into a jewelry shop. And then she says, can I find the most expensive uh, diamond ring here? And then they asked her, do you have money to buy? She said, no, I don't have money. I just want to try it. If you listen, if, at 15, if you listen to the language where she says, I just want to practice it. Because every wedding proceeds with practice. So they put the ring upon her and she took a photograph. Do you know that the ring which the, the prince gave to her for the engagement is almost like the one that she tried some 20 years ago. Some 20 years ago. Stop suppressing that feeling. And step out. You've been poor for too long. You've been single for too long. You've been boy, boy, and beggar for too long. Step out. Oh, when I meet the sons and daughters of Royal House Chapel, I like to preach to them like this. 
because I am tired of pastoring poor people. I want to pastor people who are successful. And the gospel that I preach is the gospel that makes people successful. Clap your hands and say, I will be a success. Shout again and say, I will be a success. Let the devil hear you and shout and say, I will be a success. Don't listen to those who tell you it's difficult to break through in the church there. Don't mind them. Don't mind them. When I came, this was the same thing they told me. They told me I will not make it because there were already giants in the land. I heard the same voice from Goliath. But I just chose not to succumb to the voice of Goliath. Now watch this. Now watch this. Now watch this. This is what some of you miss it. This is what some of you miss it. This prince has been looking for a wife for the past three years. He has tried many relationships and didn't work. So when he was introduced to this half black, half mulatto, mixed breed lady, he decided to do one thing. He was going to Botswana and he decided to invite the girl along for five days. Five days he wanted to go and study and know the girl and to be able to make up his mind. Now if you had this opportunity, what would you do? You go there with your arrogance and your pride and your hypocrisy and sometimes you go and pretend. When you go and pretend, you rather lose it. And then, and then uh, your friends who don't know Christ, your, your parents who are ungodly will tell you, hey, when you go, as soon as it touches you, melt, oh, melt, melt, melt. Because opportunity comes but once. Melt! He will find you a cheap woman. You have to let her know that the gospel you know and the gospel you have received is a gospel that does not allow you to open up to men. And so you want to keep to yourself so that when you marry him, you'll be faithful to him always. I'm telling you, if it's a smart man, he will fall for you because he will say that this is the woman I'm looking for. This is the woman I'm looking for. Some ungodly people will tell you, when it touches you, no melt. When he touches you and melt, then you are a cheap woman. Five days, he went there to watch the woman. He also went there to watch eating mannerisms. Whether when she is eating, she'll be doing... Say, ah, you are not fit for the palace. And then, when the food is served, he's looking at the size of the food on your plate. Whether you are going to level every mountain, say, Who are thou, O mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become like a plane. A certain girl was going out with her boyfriend. The boyfriend was planning to marry her. And then when they go, she will eat her food. And then uh, the boyfriend will eat half plate. And said, If you can't eat yours, give it to me, let me eat. And the boyfriend went and told uh, his friends, she eats too much I'm afraid like joke like joke that thing didn't work why can't you eat in your own kitchen what what Jimmy bulu jibo you do it at home you have brought it out outside don't you have training 
The guy took her to Botswana watching in the restaurant. He is watching when the waiters bring the drink. What her reaction and what she will say. I didn't ask for Coca-Cola. What is wrong with you? Do you have cock in your ears? I asked for Fanta. He brought me Coca-Cola. Take it away. Oh, oh loose, oh loose. We are loser. We are loser. We are loser. Where Jimmy? How can you go and behave like this? You are not fit for the palace. Allow us to train you, brother, sister. Mama Rita says this about me always. I, I didn't notice it. I, I even have forgotten. When I proposed to her and she accepted the proposal, one day we had gone out to go and I think preach or pray or something. And then uh, she took me to her house at West End. Um, she was going to prepare some food to give me some to eat. I lost man. I used to be very hungry in those days. Oh, Jesus, have mercy upon me. Something is about to change in somebody's life. Who is this person I am talking to? Can you rise up and shout, I am the one? Then, one of her former boyfriends who didn't know that Mama Rita had become born again. When she became born again, she told the current boyfriend that she had become born again. But the other leftovers, she couldn't go around telling everybody. So this guy didn't know. Somebody said leftovers. So one of these leftovers didn't know. I think I traveled and had come to town. So was coming to visit Mama Rita. What he didn't know was that a certain boy called Sam Kranchankra has seized one opportunity. One. And I grabbed the opportunity. Grab for keeps. And this guy didn't know. So, when he came, I was sitting down. Then he asked me, why is Rita? Uh, Rita? I said, Rita is inside. So, I called her with whistle. Uh, I used to call her Midoffo Rit. Midoffo Rit. So, she came from the kitchen. That was the guy. So, she introduced herself. Oh, this is uh, so, so, and so. And this is, and those days, Bra, uh, Ankara. That was all the introduction. Who is who? She didn't say. She, she left us to sort ourselves out. Kaya baso kaya. The first Adam versus the second Adam. Hey! Hey! Clap your hands and say, Enough is enough. First Adam versus second Adam. Who carries the oil? Who carries the anointing? Yeah, who is are you are you ages so I sat there the guy was feeling very uncomfortable and I did the unthinkable I did the uncommon I called so I called Auntie Rita I said only I, I didn't know there was only I said Rita I think he wants to discuss some things with you so I think that I would like to go out and go and roam a bit and then uh, when you finish I will come in the thing shocked Mama Rita because in our counseling today there are some men when they see strange phone calls on their wife's telephone number there will be fight 
There'll be karat, hey. There'll be boxing, hey. There will drink on you, yeah, keep, yeah, keep, yeah. The thing for you, you'll never lose it. If she's yours, she is yours. Why do you go and fight and quarrel and scream? We are poor baby. Today, may the Lord deliver you. Clap your hands and shout a big amen. Opportunity. Oh, oh no, 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 let me let me go to let me go to uh, uh, Judges chapter six. Let me go to chapter Judges chapter six, and then you you hear something. Judges chapter six, verse number twenty-four. Judges chapter six, verse number twenty-four, and get ready for our first prayer topic. Shout a big amen. Judges chapter six, verse number twelve. Verse number twelve. Read and see whether I am seeing the same things because sometimes it gets me confused. Ready, go. Now, now, do the NIV version of that. Do the NIV version of that. Ready? Go. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, Can I ask you a question? Tell me what battle Gideon had fought around this time that God describes him a mighty warrior. Tell me. Tell me. The guy was threshing wheat in Pogomias' anointing. He was hiding because at that time the Midianites were controlling. And then the angel comes and says, Gideon, you don't know you're a mighty man of war. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. now, 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 look at the NIV response. Look at the NIV response. Verse 13. But sir, Gideon replied, if I may ask, sir, oh, should, should the NET, the NET say, pardon me, sir. Say, excuse me, sir. What are you calling me? mighty warrior. See, God does not see who you are today. God sees where he is taking you and what he has placed inside of you. So Gideon had not fought the battle and yet God saw him as a mighty warrior. Can I bring it home to you? The fact that you have never counted 5,000 Ghana cities before does not make you a poor person. God is looking at the 50 million you'll be counting tomorrow. Clap your hands. I said, though my beginning is small, my end shall be greatly increased. Oh, I didn't hear you. Shut up, receive it. Mighty man, warrior. And yet he hadn't fought a single battle before. But God knew that he was talking to a man who was going to be a warrior in future. When I gave birth to my son, I then decided to call him Great Papa. And I called him by wishing. <laughs> Great Papa, Great Papa, I've, I've called him Great. Ah, Charlie, the guy is speaking it. The guy is speaking it. If your girlfriend doesn't see where you are going, and your girlfriend uh, decides to 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 slam you and to slam the door at you and to call you all names. You want to go and die? Please. Those of you go to hell, when you go to hell, tell that girl who committed suicide because a boy dumped her. That I said she didn't try it. She didn't try cry. She didn't do what? Because God was going to bring somebody more handsome, somebody taller, somebody bigger. A certain short man always wants to quarrel with his beautiful wife. 
They are quarreling over everything. Everything. So, in one of these quarrels uh, recently, uh, then the uh, woman said, uh, the man said, you, I, I know that you are not faithful. One of these days, I will leave you. I will divorce you. And then the man said, oh, if you divorce me, I'll be very happy because I'll go for somebody taller and more handsome than you. And then the man said, hey, is that what you are telling me? Is that what you are telling me? Is that what you are telling me? If you don't want to be told certain things and you are short, then keep quiet. Don't threaten. Look at verse number 14. God told Gideon three things. Verse number 14. Read with, with a loud voice. Ready? Go. somebody on the chest and say go, 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 go. Go. Tell somebody step out. Step out. Tell somebody step out. Tell, tell somebody you have been in the queue for too long. You are in the queue for too long. Tell somebody step out. Oh come on. I didn't hear you. Pat him on the shoulder. Pat him on the shoulder. And say you've been, you've, been, you've been in the queue for too long. Step out. Pat on the shoulder. Say step out. Step out. Tell the person you are too normal. You are too normal. Do some uncommon things. Step out go in this might now what God is saying Gideon when you start having this feeling of inadequacy this feeling of you are not at the right place this feeling that something must change don't wait anymore go move let me let, let me let me address the, those people who are who are having, having this feeling that you must go back to school you must go back to school you must go back to school can I, can I see by hands anybody who has been getting this feeling? Let's be genuine. You've been having some feeling that your, where you have gone to school up to is not enough. You must move forward. Come and see. Oh, wow. I'm blessing people here today. I'm blessing you. Now, now here is the news I have for you. If you don't follow and you don't make a move, your soul will harass you until death. If you don't step out, if you don't do something, your soul will harass you. You are a young woman here. You are believing God to marry. How does marriage start? Marriage starts by another man seeing you and admiring you and says, can I have your number to be calling you? What is wrong with a man asking this? What is wrong? Step number one. Should I go step two? Step two. He calls you. Um, may I know he's on the line? Oh, Frank. Oh, hi, Frank. Step two. You don't. Who is on the line, Frank? Ah, uh, oh. What do you want? What can I do for you? You remain single forever. missing too many opportunities. You don't do that. Question. Who told you that if you are nice to him, then you have said yes? Who told you that? You must be nice because you do not know where the friendship will land you to. Where the friendship is taking you. Step number one. Give him your number. Step number two. Be nice on the phone. 
are praying for you. I'm tired. I'm not giving you the medicine. Go and take two tablets morning, afternoon, evening. Dead. Dead thing. Um, would you be free this weekend? Not really. I'll, I'll go to church. We have an all night. And then um, on Sunday, I am very active in, in church. And you know, the work that I do, I leave home at seven. And then, you know, so if you don't mind, if you can join me at the all night, we have an all night. If he's a gentleman, he will respond to your invitation. If he's interested, he will come to the all night. When he shows up at the all night, you know that the signs show that I didn't know Ebefa. I'm not still saying that I say yes. You are watching. His attitude. His behavior. And then, finally, when you're about to take the decision, you can come to fathers and mothers in the house. We see ahead. If it is good, we'll tell you it is good. If it is not, we shall tell you it is not. This woman called Megan, you, you forgot that I was, I was telling the story of uh, uh, Prince Harry's new wife. You forgot. Five days in Botswana. And the prince was just watching. Just watching. The girl passed every test. Etiquette, politeness, vision, love, passion, humility. She passed. Pump! The prince had fallen. Falling. She got the feeling at age 15, 20 years ago. Tried a diamond ring. Took a photograph. Now they interviewed the friend that she traveled with. Listen to what the friend told the, the press. Jealousy. The friend said, My friend had always desired to marry a prince. So what? Is it the wrong thing? And so she really worked her way through to the. How did she work her way through? An American, black woman. How do you work your way through to Buckingham Palace? How do you work your way through? And then she said to the press, Prince Harry should, be, should tread cautiously. Uh, Prince Harry should not go in awe. Uh, anybody who is envious of you, clap your hands and say, my father, my father. Get them out of my way. Oh, you are not serious, oh. A Goliath is standing in front of you. Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus. And a Goliath standing in my way. Clap your hands and say, by fire. Shout away. You are not shouting. Clap your hands and say, away. I can't hear you. Clap your hands and say, away, away, away. Clap your hands and say, any jealousy spirit from anybody who wants to undermine me as I clap my hands and as I jump I land on their necks and I crush their heads crush them crush them crush them crush them shout yes Jesus are you ready for prayer? Oh, I can't, are you ready for prayer? can you tell somebody say go 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 step out step out 
I can't hear you. I said, tap something and say, go and step out. You mighty man of warrior. You haven't fought a battle, but you are a warrior. That's how God sees you. Give me the last verse and let, let us pray. Give me the last verse. Please keep standing. The last verse. Give me the verse. The verse 16. Verse 16. Ready? Shout with a loud voice. Go. Now, now watch this. God will never be with you until you take a step. Go. When you take a step, then I will be with you. You are sitting now, you are suppressing that feeling. You are, you are, you are fighting the spirit, the feeling that tells you that you must dare to step out. You are fighting it. Until you go, God will never be with you. It is only when you take a step that you see God in your step. There are five people around you. Step out. God will be with you. Step out. God will be with you. Step out. God with you. Tell somebody, go, 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 go. God will be with you. No, I said five people. I said five people. I said five people. I said five people. Tell somebody, go. God will be with you. Tell somebody, go. God will be with you. Tell somebody, go. God will be with you. Verse 23. Verse 23. Judges chapter 6, verse 23. Read and see whether you are seeing what I'm seeing. They ready? Go then. Peace. That step which you are about to take, that you are afraid that you will die. God says, You shall not die. Clap your hands and shout, I will not die. Clap your hands and shout, I will not die. Prayer topic number one. Anything that is holding you in prison. Because others failed. So you are afraid. You are about to break away from that spirit. Are you ready for this one? Everyone who stood in their generation to stop the devil or some foolishness. They had to deal with some powers. They had to deal with some circumstances, some situations. Because the spirit we are dealing with has defeated others in your family. Those who wanted to make money, they killed them. Some married and failed. Some attempted and they didn't succeed. And that picture has been on your mind. But the Lord said, you are stepping out. If you want to step out and to be an extraordinary person, then you must choose to hear what you want to hear and what you don't want to hear. For what you hear can make you all make it. Clap your hands and shout in the name of Jesus. Oh, WMG, I love you. I love you. But those outside, I cannot hear you. Shout in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It's wing. I cannot hear you. 
clap your hands and shout in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And the power. And the power. And the standard. And the standard. By men. By men. That is holding me. That is holding me. From breaking forth. From breaking forth. Tonight. Tonight. Crash down. Crash down. Break 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 down. This year, I've had five young graduates who have written to me that God is calling them to full time. So I asked them, why now? They said, Pastor, we've been so afraid because ministry is the last profession you want to enter and then change. You can change your profession as a banker. Nobody will say anything. You can change from accountant to lawyer. Nobody will say anything. But when you go into ministry and you don't succeed, where else are you going to go? So they, they, they tell me they are so afraid that they have prayed and prayed finally they have decided to enter. Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Anything that is holding me. Anything that is holding me. As I clap my hands. As I clap my hands. And I open my mouth. And I open my mouth. I release fire. I release fire. From heaven. From heaven. Into the camp. Into the camp. Of the devil. Of the devil. Where they have written. Where they have written. My name. My name. For failure. For failure. My name. My name. To die. To die. My name. My name. To destroy. To destroy. By the blood. By the blood. I erase. I erase. And I cancel. And I cancel. My name, my name, that nobody, that nobody, no situation, no situation, no standard, no standard of men, of men can hold me, can hold me anymore, anymore. As I pray, as I pray, and I shake myself, I shake myself like that woman, like that woman. I am praying, I am praying. Twenty years, twenty years ahead of my time, ahead of my time. As I clap, as I clap, barrier and a boundary preventing you to your next level. You shall make it. This is enough. We are declaring by fire. Let them scattered in the name of Jesus. I was in America when I saw a young black guy saying that he wanted to become president. When I checked his background, his father was from Kenya. And his mother was nobody, was raised by grandparents. And when I look at the guy, I said, This guy's a joke. Barack Obama, you want to be president in white America? It's not possible. So I am one of those who wrote him off. I said, don't come and waste our time. Then I saw the primaries within his party. The guy was rubbing shoulders with Hillary. Sweeping the votes. Then I started changing my mind small. I said, still, Hillary will win. Ladies and gentlemen, the guy finished Hillary, Clinton. Then I said, he has done well. But America will not vote for a black man. Ladies and gentlemen, not knowing when the man decides to step out God is with him he will not die he will accomplish the desire and the purpose when God is with a man clap your hands and say God is with me I will not die I didn't hear you say it again God is with me I will not die ladies and gentlemen he became not one time president, two times. And it is because of him the current president is doing all the things that he's doing. Because they have still not woken up from their dream that a black man was in the White House. And his wife was not a white woman, the wife was another black woman. They have never recovered. See. You are about to step out in 2018. I didn't hear you. 
you will be the youngest millionaire your family ever raised. I can't hear you. You will be the youngest millionaire you will ever raise in your family. Clap your hands and shout and receive it. Clap your hands and shout again and receive it. Say, my father, my father, give me that anointing to make me stand out. And then the spirit of fear and intimidation that is harassing me as I clap my hands. I break that spirit. I break that spirit. Now. 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 Break it. Break it. Spirit. Spirit. Of intimidation. intimidation. Spirit. Spirit. Of fear. Of fear. Spirit. Spirit. Of listening. Of listening. To the word. To the word. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. And say, who are they? Who are they? Break. 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 From the realms of the spirit. When they clap. Let them pass. Let them pass. By fire. Clap the katoa. Clap your hands up. Right now. Keep the spirit, keep the anointing, keep the spirit. If somebody is sleeping by you, wake the person and say, Things are happening. If somebody is sleeping, wake the person and say, Brother, don't sleep. Things are happening in the spirit. Clap your hands and shout, enough is enough. Shout it again, can I hear you? I can hear you, shout it again. The moment you get this agitation and this feeling that something must change, if you make a step, God says, I will be with you. You will not die. In other words, that thing will not kill you. Read my book, The Rising of the Sun. See, the last thing I wanted to do was to do ministry. I was more inclined to business and politics. The last thing I wanted to do was to do ministry. Because as I said, any worldly profession, if you don't succeed, you can change. Nobody will hear of you. When you fail in ministry, so I didn't want to. But today I'm going to show you how you can step out and you will not fail. I'm going to just show you. I did certain things which has brought me the success I have today. If you follow your father, you will never fail. Enough is enough. First Samuel chapter 7. Look at the screen. First Samuel chapter 7, verse number 12. First Samuel chapter 7. Now, background. Background. The Philistines had harassed Israel from the days of Eli until a new man arose called Samuel. I'm going to prepare you for the anointing that is going to happen in 2018. Three anointings. One is called the David anointing. The second one, the Gideon anointing. And the third one, the Samuel anointing. There's going to be anointing service on Thursday night, the first night. Those of you who are used to coming to conference late, come Thursday night, you miss the first anointing. The second anointing is Friday night. And then the third anointing is Saturday night. Three anointings. Three anointing services. 
The first anointing is the Gideon anointed to break oppression. The second anointing is the Samuel anointing for restoration. And then the third anointing is the David's anointing for uncommon successes. Anointed to break oppression. Gideon's anointing. Second anointing. Anointing to recover to re- for restoration. And then the third anointing is the David anointing for uncommon successes. The, the success which is coming must be that which has never happened in your family. If it has happened in your family, then it is not common. It's ordinary. Those of you who come to the altar, please stay away from the offering space so that people can walk through to give their offering. You can always kneel down somewhere around the altar and pray so that uh, the pastors don't have to disturb you. Thank you so much. Now, read verse number 12. Shout it like you mean it. Okay, the background. So, the Philistines had harassed Israel, oppressed them from Eli's time until a small boy somewhere rose. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your height. When the Lord's anointing comes upon you, you can stop every nonsense in your life and in your family. Clap your hands and say, enough is enough. No, no, I didn't hear you. Shout it again and say, enough is enough. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your height. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. When the oil locates you, read with a loud voice. Ready, go. Then, between Mispa and Shen, and call its name, say, The Lord has helped us. Verse 13. Ready, go. So, I didn't hear you. No, read it again. I didn't hear you. And they into uh uh-huh. I said the devil can play foolish things until a Samuel arises. You are that Samuel of your house. Come 2018. Verse number 14. Verse number 14. Ready? Go. Then. I can't hear you. No, no, no. When I say I can't hear you, it means I want to hit that word for me. I, read it again. Then. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Receive restoration. Oh, you missed this prophecy. Receive full restoration. Can you jump and shout, I receive it. Prayer, power, praise, presence, prophetic. By the time you live here, your life will be transformed around. I am talking to only one person here. Well, the land was restored to Israel from from and Israel from 
Also, verse number 15. Ready? Go. And let me tell you something which is true. Tell you something which is true. That portion, when I went to Israel, I made sure that every portion where the Bible says, and it is there till today, and it is up to there to today, I made sure that I inquired about all. Some of them I saw. So I told the guy, so where were the Philistines occupying before? He said, oh, Gaza is one of them. And you read Gaza as one of the cities of the Philistines. And you know from current geography that Gaza is on the territory of Israel right now. Ikron, all those Philistine cities are back to Israel. Israel people are controlling the places. And I, I said, hey, this is our Bible. It, it, the Bible has no co-equal. Chia. Gaza, Ikron, all of them on the territory. Some of the old Bible names have changed. But they kept some of the old ones. Like Gaza. Watch me. Any opportunity which you allow to slip through your hands, you are going to pray and say, God, give me another opportunity. If you miss any business opportunity in the millions, the next one God is bringing you must be 10 million. If you miss opportunity to marry your future husband and your future husband is not married, ask God to bring him back again. It is our fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.